Microphone check, one, two, one, two. What up? It's your boy, Eddie Brock. <laughs> and we are live on the Hip Hop is Eddie Brock podcast. I'm going to let Danny Morrison go ahead and bring this in like if he was on the radio. So, Danny, go ahead and do the honors, man. Yeah, man. It's the new 103.9 The Beat. You inside the Hip Hop is Eddie Brock podcast right now. Nothing but fire for the next hour or so. We're going to be dropping the hip-hop knowledge in your ear. I got my man over here to the left. My man Merge Beats going to be dropping bombs all up in here. And, of course, we got the guy, Mr. Eddie Brock, in the spot, man. Keeping it hot. Make sure you keep it locked for the next few. We got everything that you're going to need. Everything popping for the next few. Talks a little hip-hop. Talk a little B-Town. Talk about hip-hop in general. We got you, man. Danny Morrison in the spot. The new 103.9 to beat. Yeah, so if he was on the radio right now, that's how that shit would sound. But you on the motherfucking Eddie Brock, <laughs> Hip Hop is Eddie Brock podcast, live and direct, uncut. So if we got fuck ups and stuff like that, it's all good. We here. That's perfection on the mic, talking like he was on the radio and shit. Yeah, but I got uh, you, man. yeah. So without any further ado, we got Merge Beats, live and direct. He gonna bring us in with a beat. Go ahead, Merge. <laughs> So yeah, if y'all could go ahead. By the way, again, that was Merge Beats. Merge is brilliant, by the way. Merge is dope, man. man. Hey, if y'all thank could you, go ahead, if y'all if y'all watching this, share this link, add people into this. Let's let's build this and get it cracking. Drop comments, drop questions for Danny. We got we got Danny Morrison in here from the radio, 103.9. And I want people to ask questions that you may not be able to ask normally. Um, you know, like if you weren't able to talk to somebody directly from the radio and you may have questions like, say, for instance, if you're an artist and you want to know or if you're a fan of music and you might want to know how come, you know, how come this gets played? How come this doesn't get played or, you know, stuff like that. And Danny can probably answer that for you since he's here right now. Now, y'all know me by now. Everybody's checking it out and I'm going to give you the real. I, there's no fluff with me. There's no nonsense with me. And everything that you ask me, I'm going to answer uh, honestly. And um, if you know me by now, I'm, I'm sometimes a little too honest. But uh, I hope you appreciate that about me, that you ain't never going to get fluff and artificiality from me. Yeah, that's right. So uh, before we talk about that kind of stuff, we got Merge in here, and he just dropped a project. Merge, talk about that project that you, that you, that you dropped. What's the name of it? Give us a backstory behind it. Speak yeah. on it. So I uh, just dropped the project Child's Dope. Uh, title says it all. Uh, just pretty much gives a lot of just real life uh, you know, what's occurred with me growing up and things like that. Um, you know, 
got a bunch of dope artists on there, dope features. I got my man Eddie Brock on there. Got uh, King Magnetic, Rusty Jux, um, my DP crew, uh, Evil Doer, Stony G, my man Cardiac. Um, you know, it's mixed and mastered by my boy EQ out in LA. Um, but it's a dope hip hop. You know, very raw. Bunch of dope samples on there, chopped up. Uh, so you know, people who watch my Instagram videos that I post up on the nightly basis, uh, you like those type of beats, that's what this project is, and uh, you can definitely get it on uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all those uh, major media sites, and I got some hard copies on me too, man. Hey, so. man, you be dropping like five to ten beats a day. Like, you get off work, and you be in there dropping like ten beats every night. It's like, damn, Merz, like, even I don't make that many beats a night. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the drive behind that? Like, how do you just get in there and just be continuously knocking out beats like well me personally um i feel like if i don't make a beat in a day i feel like i just wasted my entire day so that's um, right i i definitely got to get in there um it's, something with music has to be done um uh, so if there is a night where you don't see me posting up something i am still definitely doing something with music but yeah. um you know a lot of motivation comes to uh i see knots knocking beats out too he'll post up not like, is legendary he'll post up like five or six beats too and i'm just like damn like dude is super nice with it so i feel like i gotta post up mad beats too i gotta stay you know because just gotta stay busy man stay productive and that's yeah. why my slogan is always productive always productive if you ain't got one of them shirts always productive shirts merge is the man to hit up for that man he got all them shirts the merge beats the hats i got a couple of hats couple of shirts hey before we go any further though I noticed we already got somebody, we already got people chiming in in the comments, comment section, and uh, people watching. Shout out to Alfonso, uh, Gilbert, Boogie. You know what I'm saying? What up, G Boogie? What up, Boogie, uh, man? Chris Tolbert. You know Lanky. Uh, you know, he said there's not enough hand movements, uh, Danny Morrison. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, G Boogie. We got uh, Trevor Canteen watching. Uh, D'Angelo Rogers. What's up, man? He said everybody in there is real. Shout out to you. You know, we got Jay Marie Becca. What's up, girl? Uh... RJ Casas, I, I think he has a question for you, Danny. Uh-oh. The first question for the radio guy. Yeah, that's good way. I, I do want to say also, uh, D'Angelo, Sex Music Rogers, I'm going to get you in studio, man. It's coming. We got to hook up. Hey, he got a lot of good music, too. I love that cat, man. Yeah, he be busting my ass on the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But um, RJ has a question for you, Danny. Are you ready? Ask away. He says, why do DJs hype all the mumble rap shit? If y'all don't promote it, it will die. What's your thoughts on that? Um, uh, when it comes to like uh, the, the evolution of, of music in general, um, I think that there is an audience out there for mumble rap. I think uh, the majority of the music that's out there, I think uh, the majority of the populace actually enjoys it. I think the hip-hop people that are watching this podcast and, and the cats that are in this room, uh, we understand lyricism. We understand the history of hip-hop. But believe it or not, uh, the most requested tracks at our radio station are mumble rappers. <laughs> so to sit and say that, you know, it'll go away and everything, I'm telling you, it's just not going to happen. There is a metamorphosis happen happening right now with hip-hop that we may not appreciate, but it is happening nonetheless because there is an audience for it. If you go to a, a Lil Yachty show, it's packed. Yeah. It's packed. So you can say over and over, we need to let it go away. I'm telling you, it's not going away. And I have a I have a mini theory. Um, when 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 hip hop uh, start going through the South, and it, it left the West Coast and went through the South, I think different 
uh, uh, vernaculars and, and languages and such. And I think that's what's happening right now. It's just transforming again. Hip-hop is transforming. Just give it time. It's going to come back. And what we do here in B-Town, man, we're going to bring back some lyricism. We're going to do what we do. But don't worry about everything that's played on radio, man. Any thoughts, Merge? No, I totally agree with uh, Mr. Danny. That I definitely feel like it's it's going to be coming back. So, you know, I'm with it. Shout out to Ken Calvin who just stepped in and was like, "What's up, everybody? Big what up, Ken? Ken? Hey, uh, Ken got you know, bars too now. Oh yeah, man. Ken, Ken is, got bars. Is super bars. Trailblazer, man. That's one of my mentors, man. He, that dude's always positive. Always got positive things to say. You know, and and words of encouragement about any and everything, just in life in general. Always got much love for Ken Calvin. So shout out to Ken Calvin. You know, everybody up in there, I see you. But I, I got a I got a, a statement I want to make on that last comment too. I believe that. You know, the whole mumble rap thing or whatever you want to call it, uh, I, I think it's wrong to call it that. I mean, I think they have their own lane because obviously they do. It's in demand. People are going to those shows. But I also think it has to do with um, a bigger movement, not just music, but the entertainment industry yep. with dumbing down our kids and, and, you know, stuff like that is happening because they have the green light or they give the green light for this stuff to come out. So, you know, they're dumbing down the kids. You know, the, the always mess up on his word. The the femininization the of, feminine. of you know what I'm saying of of the male. You know what I'm saying. Think about it. They got some of these rappers wearing purses, got purses on dresses or whatever, whatever they want to wear, and they 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 feed that to the kids, straight up. And it's like, I mean, yeah, the radio is a small part of it, but it's bigger than that because these people are in front of people's faces too, like on TV and in concerts wearing that stuff and saying what they're saying and, you know, doing it how they do. So I think it's bigger than just radio. It's, it's, I, it's a bigger agenda. I definitely. saw that uh, interview with, um, with um, uh, Joe Budden and Yachty. And it was an awful interview, but um, I think Yachty showed his hand that day because yeah. Yachty could not care less about hip-hop, man. Of course. Yachty is about his image. He, was about, he talked about money a, a million times. Yeah. Yachty is here to make money. That cat's only 19 years old. He don't give a damn about hip-hop. Couldn't care less about your hip-hop, man. He's like, my mama is in the benzo. And this. he was just talking about all the bling yeah. that he's, he's accumulating. And, you know, more power to him. But why don't they just create a separate category? Stop calling it hip-hop. Cre- the saddest thing about that was when, was when Joe Budden asked about what kind of deal do you have. And he couldn't answer the, excuse me, he couldn't answer the question. Yep. He right. could not answer the question. So that that right there, I mean, yeah, he was he was defending himself, but you know, and I mean, he talks well, he talks really well, and you know, he he can he can represent himself well, but to not know your business too, is very bad. He's nineteen, man. Still, you got to know what kind of deal you're in. He's smart enough to know the way he was representing himself on that podcast and talking. He should be able to know what kind of deal he's in. Well, Joe Budden gave me chills with one line in that thing when Joe Budden said. Hip hop saved my life, and there's man. a lot of cats in this town. Those are the ones that I respect, man. When they say hip hop, I'm all about hip hop. I wouldn't know what I'd be doing without hip hop. And Joe Budden said, "Hip hop saved my life, man." And that'll yeah. tell me whether or not somebody is the real deal. If you can literally say, "I'm about hip hop," and it saved my life, man. Yeah. So yeah. again, if you guys got question for Denny Morrison, this this is a a, a, a person from the radio, 103.9. He will he will ask you. Uh, or he will answer your questions. So keep them coming. If you got questions for Merge, you know, hey, keep sharing this. We appreciate it. But Merge, I got a question for you, man. Um, what's up? So how, like, what made you start 
doing beats, rapping? Because I know you rap. A lot of people don't even know you rap, which is crazy. But what made you start wanting to become a part of the hip-hop culture? Like, when did this start? Uh, well, you know, it's crazy. I was actually telling little Danny about this the other day. But um, about, I was like seventh grade, man, my aunt's um, boyfriend, he, I used to, go, um, used to go boxing at Strongbow Stadium. I used to go with him. And uh, after that, he had, he had a little group in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just, you know, really into hip-hop. And, you know, I'd go over there after the, box, after the training or whatnot, and I'd just sit there and kind of, you know, watch them as they, you know, rehearsed or did whatever they did. And um, so I just kind of really got into the, the hip-hop, and at that time it was, you know, the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, from there I kind of just started doing my own little freestyles, and then I uh, ended up clicking up with, you know, the group, which is the Dirty Politicians that we ended up forming or whatnot. Um, which happened to be, you know, Tall Lanky was on here, Chris Tolbert, um, Mike Nieto, and um, my boy Bone, and all the, you know, all these guys. So we just, uh, we all had a different background. Um, I know Chris and, you know, Mike, you know, they were the ones making beats majority of the time. And then I think I picked up my first beat machine, which was the uh, the Boss 505 sampler, which was probably Damn. the most difficult beat machine that uh, I ever worked on. Um, but you know, from there, I mean, the majority of it was just really freestyling. I really just started off rapping and things like that. Um, but then once I got, you know, the MPC and then really got that down and reason is really where I just really fell in love with making beats. Oh yeah. You Uh, use reason too. That's right. Yeah. I was a fellow reason head. Yeah. I was on reason for a long time until I got the machine and then, uh, I'm going to probably be on Reason to the very end. You know, they just, now now you can use VST plugins now on Reason. I I did. Danny, you know what a VST plugin is? I have no idea what y'all talking about, man. (laughs) Reason is a a program. Like, think about when a lot of producers say, I use Fruity Loops. It's it's, it's a program like like similar to that. And uh, I started off on Fruity Loops back in the day. And uh, there's nothing wrong with Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops is amazing. But I just, I I, I, I gradually went to a different program and it ended up being Reason. And, uh. Yeah, the man. Reasons. The reasons. Is that it? Yeah. What's crazy is a lot of people, when Reason kind of first came out, it was just really more like for like techno and, you know, people weren't really using it, using it for like hip hop, hip hop. And then, yeah. uh, and then it's just that Reason's sick. Like, it's a dope program. Like, yeah. You know, I still got it on my computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You can customize that. It's crazy. Tall Anky, it's all about the machine, though. Yeah. So, you know. The machine has some crazy uh, instruments that come, like, stocking it. Just stocking it, the machine has killer sounds. Yeah. So, yeah, man, all you producers out there. Okay, Merge, you got any advice for upcoming producers, you know, as far as, like, trying to get in the game? Maybe they see all these programs, don't really know, you know, what they should do, how they should go about doing it. Um, well, I just, you know, I always promote the machine. They need to sponsor me already. Um <laughs> But no, nah, I, I, you know, I just say uh, this game is definitely not easy. Uh, you know, takes a lot of time and effort. Um, so I mean, if you're gonna get into this game, I mean, you just gotta stay going at it, stay working. You know, it's not a, not like a hobby, for me at least. Um, I say you just, you really gotta go hard and work on it on a daily basis, man. And nonstop. Nonstop. How many years you say you've been producing? Uh, about fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, that's a long time, man. And it, it don't happen overnight. You no. know, you might make a lot of shitty ass beats. Oh yeah. To well, start making some good beats, you know. There's a lot of there was a lot of those for sure, man. And uh, a lot of people don't understand too is like you might make okay, you might post five Instagram videos a day, but you probably done went through ten to fifteen beats to get to those five. 
to be honest with you, I would say back in the day, there was things like that. But when I, uh, when I get in that lab, I uh, chop that sample and I'll play that beat. Now, if the beat is a super, super banger, what I like to call them, yeah. I won't play it. Um, that one will stay. In the, <laughs> that one will stay in the arsenal, stay in the and then I'll work on another one just so I can post and you know let the people know what I'm. Uh, hey man, what I'm dealing with. You got that one that I liked a lot, man. It was that one with that eighty sample, man. Which, which sample was that? Uh, you remember? What, it was yeah. one that I wouldn't think you would sample that shit, and you sampled it, and it was incredible. If Danny, if you ain't heard this one, you would lose your mind if you heard it. Because, you know, Danny, that, that's his era right there, right? The 80s. What is that supposed yeah. to mean, man? I'm just saying, man. Just... <laughs> I remember back in the day. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, to, 80s, to, man. to go on with you on, with that, I, you know, I'm doing a beat tape that's, uh, you know, it's pretty much done. I got 25 of them, but it's, uh, it's called the 80s Baby Beat Tape. And, uh, the 80s Baby's Beat Tape. And pretty much what I did was just flip up uh, 80 samples that um, – I know for sure it ain't been messed with. Yeah, um, that's a difficult task too because the shit you flipped was like some some shit I would never expect. I I heard him doing uh, Cindy Lauper at two o'clock in the morning one time, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did said someone, no, you didn't flip yeah. Cindy Lauper, man. I did the Pina Colada one? Like yeah. Pina Colada. Boom, boom, you know? boom, hey, shout out to everybody still tuning in, still dropping comments. I see all this stuff. Much uh, love, much love to you. Keep sharing this. We appreciate it. Merge is about to drop another beat, and then we're going we gonna to do a world premiere for Merge, too. We got more questions for Danny. Uh, somebody else asked a question, too, man. He got another question for you, uh, Danny. Ask away. I'm here. He said, <laughs> what's a DJ's take on spinning a hot underground joint versus a mainstream joint? Meaning, is there an even pick for your playlist? Uh, for me, um, yeah. Um, I don't want to get all into the historical aspects of what I've done over the last few months, but... Uh, the reason that I went to 103.9 is um, they believe in the in the city and they believe in my concepts. They they basically said, you know, whoever you feel in the town can bring some heat. Uh, let's put them on. Yeah. And and we believe it. And y'all gonna see over the next few months we're gonna be spinning cats, mixing them with the Drakes and Rihannas and with uh, the Kendricks. Um, we blasting out Javon Dangerfield this week. Matter of fact, I think it starts Thursday. Yeah. So. There's a lot of cats in this town that can really get down with it, man. And them, the, those are the ones that we're going to put on. I'm getting flooded with music right now inside my inbox. And can I be real with y'all? 80% of it is terrible. Oh, man. I'm not playing. 80% is terrible. Well, you know, you got to be careful when you say certain things like that. Cause you know, people, you know. I'm being real hey, with y'all. Hey, but I feel like if you're going to send something out, you got to be able to take criticism. Uh, if you can't take it, then this is definitely the wrong game for That's you right. because, you know, I, I've been criticized on certain things, and but it, I'm not mad at the person for it. Like, I like to hear that type of stuff because I know where I can correct it then, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think a lot of people get their feelings hurt um, when it comes to criticizing their work and things like that. And I'm not trying to be cocky or nothing like that, but, again, I've been through it, but uh, you got to be able to take the criticism That's for it. sure. He's right, and you got to get with people that know how to mix and master music you gotta take the you gotta take the n word out the music. Stop cussing on the music, and get inside a booth, man, and record something. Don't be recording it in your bathtub. <laughs> get inside a booth and do something. I'm telling you, we can do it. But if you send me anything mediocre, don't expect to hear from me. And the thing is, too, it's like even if you got cuss words, you gotta make sure you have a radio edit 
make sure your make, make sure your music is edited for the radio. And Danny, I you know now me and Danny was talking about this the other day, and I do want to elaborate live on the uh, the podcast about this because I feel so strongly about it. Now the thing I the thing I dislike so much about radio is the fact that you hear the same songs. Like you might hear the same song three or four times in an hour, maybe, especially if it's popular. And my thing is, is this is the argument that I was having with Danny is like, um, okay, there's so much new music that comes out on a daily basis and it, it can be radio, like radio ready. For instance, like, uh, like I, I, I brought up the perfect example, like problem and DJ quick problem and DJ quick just dropped a project called it's Rose Prince and it's dope. And, and if, if you, I feel if you can get an edited version of some of them songs, how come one of those songs can't get played on the radio or even like the new brother Ali, he got songs on there that sound that sound really good and he definitely should get some shine. He's a great artist. And um, I feel that radio gets too complacent, meaning that, okay, every once in a while they'll, they'll put out a new song, especially if it's on fire and it's, you know, top 40 or whatever. But you guys, instead of playing a new song, you'll play an old song or a song that was once on top 40 instead of breaking another song. That's kind of what I feel. And I know a lot of people who choose to turn the radio off and go somewhere else have the same issue. And people in, in that are watching, if you feel the same way or if you feel differently, you know, drop comments and let us know what you think. Do you think radio should be playing more new songs? Danny, what's and, your take on and that? And here's what Brock don't understand. He's out of his lane. So let me put him back in, in the right lane. Break Please it down. elaborate. Here, most most of the people that listen to radio, you're not listening at your house. You're not even listening at your job. When do you listen to radio most of the time? Mm. In your car. Driving yeah. home. The average amount of time that you listen to radio is 8.5 minutes. So not everybody that listens to the radio in their car is not hearing the same songs over and over. For the record, you never hear the same song twice in the same hour, ever. We don't do that. Nobody does that. However, 8.5 minutes is the average amount of listening time for a radio listener. Back to what you talked about, about Brother Ali, who I love, by the way. Mm -hmm. And that new problem record is hot to death, too. Mm -hmm. But... The people that are listening to this podcast would appreciate that. I'm telling you that the populace in general will not vibe with those songs. They won't. They want to hear your Rihanna's and Drake's and, and Kendrick's. And in the 8.5 minutes that they're in their car, that's what they're getting, and that's what they love. Yeah. And, and the, and the, the uh, exterior songs that, that I'm allowed to play, I'm going to spin that on uh, local talent. I'd rather drop a Javon Dangerfield <laughs> or a Merge or a Brock in those slots instead of taking a brother Ali or taking a DJ quick. I would rather say, you know what? I'm going to put my local cats on because we deserve shine. That what you're talking about, we may do a show like that in the future. We may call it underground or something. But right now, we're going to put the time on. But my thing is, like, it don't even have to be an underground artist. It could be an artist who, like, for instance, I mean, you could even say, you could even throw out a name like The Roots or even like Snoop Dogg just dropped a new album. You know, stuff like that. Where Which, it might, by the way, is his best album in 10 years, by the way. Yeah, the album was pretty, was pretty dope. You know, I, I heard it and stuff, but I'm just saying, like, it, it may be something like that to where, you know, it don't have to necessarily, I'm not speaking solely about underground artists. I'm just talking about music in general. I'm a lover of all music. So it's like, if you got a new BJ the Chicago Kid song, you know, he's, he's on a lot of uh, bigger artist projects. Like, he's done music with Kendrick, I believe. Don't quote me. If I remember, he has. And, and stuff like that where it's like, okay, he may not be uh, named by himself where it's uh, strong enough to get radio love or for maybe for Bakersfield itself to try to break a BJ the Chicago Kid song. You know what I'm saying? But by all means, if it's good music, 
you know? And I think demographics does play a role in it. I think uh, um, uh, where we are in the state, like if you go to the Bay Area, have you ever turned on the radio in the Bay? Yo, they play all that. They got yeah. like so many radio stations up there and they yeah. go from underground to, to, to the new school to everything. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But this is Bakersfield at yeah. the end of the day. And you got to understand. Most of the our primary demographic. Do you want to know what our number one demographic is in radio when it comes to hip hop and R and B and radio? Mm. Latinas, mm-hmm. eighteen to thirty-five. <laughs> Latinas, eighteen to thirty-five, are not going to want to hear Brother Ali. They're not. That's why. That's why Despacito, Despacito, <laughs> is the number one track in the country right now. You talking about that one with uh, Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber, yeah. Yeah, okay. That is the number one track in the country. Oh, wait a minute, that's not DJ Khaled. It's like Daddy Yankee or something. No, it's uh, Luis Fonzi. Yeah. And but Justin Bieber's on that too. Yeah. yeah. That's our primary demographic. So when we playing music, we playing it for the Latinas mainly. But Let's see, thank uh, God I work for a radio station now that they say we understand that there's a growing hip hop scene out there, and let's put them on as well. Let's 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 hear what some of the people in the uh, the chat. You know the, the comment section is saying Jay, Jay Marie said Yes new music is needed Sometimes you hear the same songs At the same time on multiple stations Which yes. is true I have, I have heard that And uh, Tam said she, just, she, she turned off the radio um, Roy said I think that's why everybody is going to internet radio um, Chris Chris is talking about when he made beats He said uh, When we were rocking You had to buy an MPC at 2k uh, two thousand bucks, yep. a four track at five hundred bucks, a mic at one thousand bucks, and nowadays you can get Fruity Loops for ninety nine dollars, and have more functionality than we did back in the nineties. That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, man, shout out to everybody who's, who's commenting, man. Um, you know, Doc Doc Holiday. Whoa, look who came out of nowhere, Doc Holiday. Yeah, Doc. man. What's shout up with you, Doc, fam? Man. Doc Doc, man, that's my boy right there. That's my bro. He said uh, most radio listeners aren't into music. That's why they listen to the radio. Uh, I, I disagree with that. Obviously, I have to disagree with that. I think that, yeah, a lot of this stuff is formulaic and it's cookie cutter. A lot of it is. But if y'all really care about this local music scene and you care about what we're doing, come to 103.9. Check us out. Because not only do we blend uh, the formulaic stuff mm-hmm. and the poppy stuff, but we're going to play the local artists. And we got a community focus at that radio station, man. Yeah. So we're trying to make sure that we do it all. Well, I'm putting, I'm putting like a... Uh, advertisements on there. Usually, you go to other radio stations and it costs $1,000, man, just to get two weeks airplay. I'm putting them on for dirt cheap. And in my community segments, I'm doing for free because they never seem to get shine in this town on the radio. So it's more than just the music. Yeah. Support my radio station because we're putting the town on. That's, That's what we're right. trying to do. He put me on a billboard right there, guys. I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Danny. Tim, Tim McDonald just said... Uh, she said, tell Danny I appreciate what he's doing for the locals, and he better play mine when I'm ready. Uh, I saw Tam at Whiteout the other day. I said, wear my shirt. Wear uh, my gold rose shirt. I was going to wear it. I'm still waiting for mine, too. What's Shout up with the that? gold rose. I gold seen rose. that. Gold rose blowing up, but I see everybody else in the world. Uh, I, I think you said one. it wrong, man. I think it's rose, rose gold. No, it's gold rose. Gold rose. Right? I might be saying it wrong. I always get it wrong and have to ask her again if she like ghost. Tam, set us straight. Which, which one is it? She got the gold kicks, too. <laughs> she said, I got y'all. She said, I got y'all. Can Merge have a shirt, too? I think yeah. Merge might want a shirt. Can I get one? Merge yeah. took a year to give me a hat. Don't nah. know. <laughs> so Merge, okay. He's so busy, man. So for all y'all who are just tuning in, we got Merge Beats live. And he played a beat at the beginning. 
Hey, Merz, you got another beat for him? Yeah, like, can you, can you drop another yeah, beat for us one time? I might have time? one more. Let me see, man. I'm both getting comfortable. Right? Did you I run know. that one? That one we were playing over and over? That was the first one, Dan. Shout out to Fresno. Green Mafia. Shout out to you, man. Derek, I see you, man. Feeling that beat, throw some hearts up there. Let me see them thumbs up. That comment section. You checking out Merge Beats Live. Yeah, Danny, do that, do that radio voice for Yeah, him. man. Hip hop is Eddie Brock Podcast Live. Merge Beats dropping bombs in your ear right now. This ain't 103.9 the beat right now. We inside the lab right now. Merge Beats doing his this. Check it out. Uh, Sound like Danny about to drop some bars. Go I ain't ahead, about Danny. to drop no bars, man. I drive past bars every day, but I, I think Ghost about to do a little something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is heavy-handed pen game shenanigans. Haters they they run they panicking, leaving them froze like mannequin. Veterans are my brethren. We soldiers in hoodies, sending them to hell. Goody mob, we your dungeon family, outcast as well. I'm a Central Valley king, king Midas, Blink Valley, your kings. Eddie Brock, rocket speaker, rocks money talk, and I swoop down on prey like the talons of a hawk. Sitting on the dock of the bay, and I'm gathering my thoughts. Yeah, I rose out the oil field like Godzilla rose out the water before he proceeded to mass slaughter. You Harry Potter looking MCs. Thinking you can overthrow King Kong impossible You sleeping and relaxing with your feet up chilling While we working 24 hours plotting and scheming It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out my home Eddie Brock in the valley of King sitting on my throne Merge beats baby, merge beats yeah Danny Morrison, Danny Morrison Eddie Brock is hip hop podcasting That's another one for your motherfucking ass Woo! <laughs> That's live. That's how we get down for the town, man. You know, I don't like doing that shit, Danny. You always you put me on the spot, man. But damn, it was this nice, about me. It was nice. I was feeling that, though. I ain't going to lie. This ain't about me, man. It's about Merge Beats. Merge. Yeah. Merge Beats. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, y'all heard that? Yeah, if y'all haven't heard that Merge Beats tag, that's how it go. It go. Merge Beats. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who made that tag, dude? Uh, Is Mer- that you? Merge did. You just... Mm. just uh, uh, yeah, I just did it, you know. Uh, Merge beats. People were like, yo, send me some beats, man. I was like, you got money? They were like, no. And I was like, tag, 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 tag. <laughs> hey, do y'all selves a favor to cop that Merge album. Child's oh, yeah. dope, man. That child's that, dope, man. It is hot to tell. That Child's real. dope. That, that album is fire. I'm not just saying that because I'm on it, but it's fire. <laughs> He's saying that for that reason, too, but. It's fire. I'm not owning it. I can tell you, man. I've been banging that thing in my car all day, and it is hot yeah. to death. In addition to that, forget just how hot it is. Support local movement, man. Yeah. Support yeah. the local movement. The only way we build this thing is to support the local artists to come out. When the, when the quality product comes out, you get in your pockets, and you dig, and you get some money, and you support the product. Just like yeah. coming next Thursday, we're going uh, we, to be doing Cielo 9. We're going to transform that thing. We're going to have local artists come up in there. On a regular basis, being able to do that thing live for free. It's going to oh, be yeah. the local artist spot from now on. Child. So 
All this talk that's been going on for the last decade and a half, people talking about the wings supporting the local movement. We're putting the pieces together right now, so we expect you, when, when albums drop, you dig in your pockets and you buy the album. Don't be bootlegging nothing. Yeah. Buy the album. Go see these artists. Support the movement, and we will do this the right way. I'm going to do my part. You do yours too. Cool? Yeah, yeah. I understand, though. Yeah, we, we, we local here in in, uh, in in California, but we got people all over chiming in right now, man. Where did that dude say he was from? He's from the Midwest. Yeah. Or she. Sorry, she. Kim Waterman said, one voice showing love from the Midwest, but repping international. We got my boy Derek. I believe he said he was from Fresno. The VA. Uh, let me see. Somebody else said they was from somewhere, too. Judson uh, Love from VA. My boy said he was in VA. Yeah, Judson Holly. One love from VA. Where y'all at, man? Where y'all from that's watching right now? Let us know where y'all from, you know. Uh, Make sure y'all share this, too. John Rivers said he got the project last night. Shout out to Merge sure and Eddie did. Brock, Danny Morrison. John Rivers said Eddie Brock's the dopest rapper you ever heard. Hey, I'm John, just playing. He didn't say that. He just said <laughs> John Rivers is a cool cat, man. I love that cat, man. Rivers, I appreciate you, family, yeah, for real. I see, I see you liking, sharing, loving, man. I appreciate yeah. that a lot. But my, my boy Carlos uh, Aguirre says Santa Barbara in the house. See, Danny, we got we got a little bit of reach, you know. People wow. chiming in from all over. You know what I'm saying? Last podcast, I believe I had a couple of cats from Australia that was watching. We had somebody from England watching. You know, they was showing love. And uh, wow, we yeah. made a. Do we have to drop a second verse in, man? Brock, you got a you got a second one in you? They they begging for it, man. No, I can't give them too much. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you have like, to no. wait, man. They they already know what time it is. I got music coming. So. You got it coming. Yeah, music is coming. Like. But Danny, they want that second verse. They want that Danny Morris. Nah. I told uh, I told Brock that because uh, he's coming in the studio, we're gonna be doing it on the B Town Mixdown in a few weeks here. And I told him if he comes in and, and rock the mic, I'm gonna write a verse and do a little something. Oh, you heard it here first. Because I'm kind of nice with the wow. pen. I know y'all see me in the Californian. I'm nice with the pen in any outlet at all. Trust me. Oh, get him. Wow. Why is there laughter in here? I slap a face, y'all. Go. <laughs> Shut your mouths right now. You heard it here first, man. <laughs> Danny Morrison said he gonna get on the mic, on, on the gauntlet. He did. Uh-oh. I put you in the gauntlet. And, I seen and, him. Yeah, <laughs> I do a little something. That's my day, Chappelle. Half <laughs> I'm gonna be in there. Hip yeah. hop to hip it to hip it to hip. Y'all gonna be like, Danny got bars. Danny be killing it. <laughs> hey, Danny. Hey, uh, so somebody just brought up a, a valid question, and you know, it's this dude named Kenny. Kenny Criddle, what up, man? He said, I need a job, Danny. Man, if you ask that question one more time, Kenny, man, I know Kenny, man. But, I mean, for real, if somebody was seriously seriously interested in getting in the radio. Baby Bigfoot. Like, what what should they go, how should they go about doing that? Here's what you need to do, for real. Like, um, you got to know your stuff. I mean, I've been been in hip-hop since I was a kid. So, you got to know your stuff first and foremost. Because we get people that come to the radio station and want to work there and don't know nothing about hip-hop, man. If you can't go... You know, pre-2005, get out my face. Get out my face. You need to learn your hip-hop history if you're going to work at a hip-hop radio station, first and foremost. Uh, Number two, are you involved in the scene around town? Like, are you going supporting artists? Are you trying to find out what's going on around the local music scene? If I said, name your top five MCs from Bakersfield, could you give me five of them? I'd be like somebody's top 30. I'd be like the bottom 30. Stop it, man. Yeah, you like, know. could you do it? You got to know the music scene. But in addition, that. man, you got to know how to talk, man. I know dudes that can't even talk without cussing. You know, can you, can you talk? Can you articulate your words? Or do you drop your Gs all the time? Because I get people that still to this day see me and they go, I thought you was Mexican. 
<laughs> I, thought, I get that all the time. I'm like, man, do I look Mexican to you, man? Puerto Rican. You could be Cubano. I go, no, I'm black, man. Dominican Republican. Dominican Republican. <laughs> but if you want to get in the radio, first of all, just get your game tight. You know, make sure you know your stuff. Send in a resume and send in an audio tape, man. We call them air checks, but send one in and you never know. But like to, to even get even deeper with that, like, I don't know if you can, but like, what type of stuff should they know, like, as far as computer-based software or, like, when, when they have to work in the radio? Because usually you're in there by yourself. And it might be you and the DJ, right? And so do they have to know how to work, like, a mixing board? Or what kind of stuff do they have to know when they want to be a part of a radio station? Well, I, I, I did go to school for that. Know your communications, man. But at the same time, you got to know, like, cool edit is the way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to do radio, get in a cool edit. I work the Vox Pro a lot. Um, cool Edit is the way to go, man. I think I use Cool Edit and SoundForge more than anything else. So learn those things. Okay. Um, and don't just go in there just because you know how to talk. People tell me I'm funny. People tell me I'm supposed to be on the radio. That's not enough. That's not enough. You got to know uh, the, the, the inner workings of how radio works. And you got to be able to be on the grind. The people that are in this room right now got hustle. And... I stole a line from Jamie Foxx a long time ago. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Because people say, Danny be everywhere. Yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead. If you ain't ready to get out and hustle and you want to sleep all the time, go on sleep. Go on smoke your weed and go on get drunk and do whatever you want to do. But you know what? While you smoking weed and drinking, the cats in this room are hustling. Go night night. I don't know what you talk about. I play video games all day. <laughs> all day. So, I mean, how much do you want it? Like, how much do you, do you really, really want it? And that goes for anything, not just in radio. I'm talking about in hip-hop. I'm talking about in DJing. How much do you really want it? Because I'm telling you, the next man down the street is out hustling you right now. Hey, man, a little side note. How come Danny, like, you can just talk to Danny, like, regularly, like, face-to-face? He always sounds like he's on the radio. (laughs) Like, the voice just sounds like he's on the radio all the time. It's like, Danny, you don't got, like, a chill button like where it's like the voice just don't sound like that like it's i'm, I'm different the, around my family i ain't gonna lie really? i do drop my g's a little bit you know a little more slang in my in my voice when, but it just family. sounds like it's straight up like radio ready all the time he's right? got a he's got a mixing board in his vocal cords yeah he just goes i will admit when i was like 12 or 13 when my voice started changing that's when i started hearing you know you you should do radio yes and that's kind of the way it went down Crazy, man. Hey, man, we got a, another question by Gage Turillo. He says, okay, he got two questions, but I'm going to combine it into one because it really can't be one. He says, how do you feel about Latino slash Hispanic artists in the hip-hop game, and who are your favorite Latino artists? Woo! Mm. Uh-oh. Under pressure. Daddy wow. Yankee. Daddy no, Yankee. I, I can go all day on this, man. Chingo but, Bling? But when, <laughs> Chingo Bling. The Tamale Kingpin, remember that dude? Chingo that, now, you want to talk about hustle. Merge beats. <laughs> Merge beats. Merge beats. beats. Uh-huh. That's just because I'm right here, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a, uh, I was a huge Big Pun fan. Oh, Big yes. Pun? Ooh. Pun. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm all about the lyricist, man. And I think yeah, lyrically. Yeah, man. I think lyrically, Big Pun is the, 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 the best MC of all time. Yeah. Give me a better one. Nah, Big Pun's. He's definitely up there for me, man. Pun was nice, man. And, man, I could take y'all all the way back to Kid Frost. Frost? 
Yeah. This is for the Rasa. This is for the Rasa. I could take you to Mellow Man Ace. You know what I'm saying? Remember Mellow Man Ace? Mentirosa. Remember that? I could take you back, man. Like I said, I'm a student. Rico Suave. Rico Suave. Rico Suave. But, uh... My, my man John Fu is uh, working on a little something right now, man, yep. and uh, he's uh, he's got a project coming out that has to do with Latinos in hip hop. I don't think Latinos get the the publicity that they so deserve because awesome. they were right there. You talk about that? I believe it's on the record, the on the record documentary. Yeah, hey, it was because of, I want to thank John Fu. It was because of John Fu that I got to meet Kid Frost. I met Kid yeah. Frost live in person. Uh, we was able to go down and like you know shoot some like behind the scenes like pictures and stuff like that we was like you know behind the scenes helping you know and in return we got to meet kid frost and i got to meet sick jack and of psycho realm and you know i'm a big i'm a big sick jack and fan i was actually blessed to be able to go to his studio and we had a, a project at the time mixed at his studio by this dude named c sick so um yes. one love to sick jack and man he that nice. dude right there is incredible you want to talk about stories and and like he put a whole project together with uh, DJ Muggs. I don't know if you've heard that, Danny. Yeah, of course. Yes, totally. The project with DJ Muggs is incredible. Like, you want to talk about some crazy uh, artistic, you know, visuals but with words? Mm-hmm. That's a project you definitely should go hear. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? Like, The Man in the Mask or something like that? Don't get, don't quote me on that, but that's an incredible project. Sick Jacket is dope. You yeah. know, he made, like, and what's crazy about the music game is somebody like that will be touring in, you know, uh, North America, right? Mm-hmm. And the shows aren't as big. I mean, he probably still sells out where he's going, but they're not as big as like he'll go to Brazil and it'll be people hanging off the damn rafters and shit, you know, yeah. like and and go like to Barcelona and you got people with the tattoos on their head and his tattoo, his logo, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how the music game is like that. Like you know, perfect example like some Army. some of the people I know, like you know, and I talk to on the regular like Planet Asia. And stuff like that. He like same thing. They'll have shows here. They'll be doing good, but they'll go to overseas and Europe and stuff, and it'd be like massive crowds of people. You know, mm-hmm. big twins too. Shout out to big twins. Do the same thing. I think he's the in like he's rocking. in Brazil right now himself. Yep. And it's the like, media coverage, the media coverage is oh yeah. So like they have to go out and see their shows. They have to go out and see their shows and interact with the with the music. And My here, boy Chris. Yeah, here everything is so digital. Media. So like live streaming and so available. Yeah. But you don't think necessarily in other countries they don't they don't really have that freedom. They don't have that complete access yeah. to media like we have. It. Like it's all at our fingertips. But their stuff is, tends to be a lot more censored over there. Mm-hmm. A lot less like mainstream media. They don't like they don't have that instant like instant gratification that we have. So when somebody legit comes through, then they have to go out and see. And I'm glad he brought up uh, live. Okay. Um, if I can cross promote, because y'all know. On 103.9, man, we're doing uh, live performances. And if you can't perform live, stop doing what you're doing. For real. Because just because you sound good in the booth don't mean (laughs) that you can rock a mic live. If you don't know how to entertain a crowd, just because you can get on a mic don't mean that you you fit for this. You got to know how to entertain. Because hip-hop ain't nothing but talking into a mic most of the time. That's right. Can you entertain? Can you rock the crowd, man? That's what I want to know. The vo- when people do shows and they got their, they're rapping over their songs with their vocals still in it. It's terrible, man. Throws me off. Or or ten cats on a mic on stage. Why everybody got a mic? Why? why? Hey, shout out, shout out to Young Shep though, the cowboy. He just stepped in the comment section and was like, "What's up, fellas?" 
What's up, Big Chip? Shep, Shep, Iron Shep, Mr. Iron Shep. He was on the last podcast, man. Dude is super nice, and he loved it. Shep, we got to get you back in the lab, man. You know, Danny Morrison gonna rap too, by the way. <laughs> so be ready for that. Danny Morrison gonna drop an album. Y'all just don't know it yet. Produced by Merge Beats. Merge Beats. Beats. Got him. I got him right now. We're gonna have we're gonna have Merge Beats uh, live on the beat. We're gonna have me and Brock on the mic, and we're gonna rip Bakersfield at the same time. <laughs> live. Man, you already you already got people thinking that we in cahoots and shit. We- now you got me on the project too. Yeah, and I want everybody to say who's got the hottest verse. I'm nice with the pen. Check your Californian partner. Okay, real quick. Uh, Gage asked me another. He asked me a question. He said, Brock, who is your biggest influence? Okay, I want you to. Make another comment, and you are you asking me that as a rapper or as a producer or as it don't matter. So I can give you all kind of influences. So specify that for me real quick, and I'll get back to you. But uh, <laughs> John Rivers said Danny got bars low key, and uh, yeah, I, man, I walked, in, I, I walked in on him at the radio station busting. I was like, Yo, Danny, when are you gonna lay that down? Y'all gonna be surprised, man. Jay Marie said, I noticed. Uh, she said, I never understood that. Why do you go to see one person and his five homies are chiming in on every other line? Well, see, what happens is... Hype see, man, hype man, hype man. Hype now, man. I'm going to be one of the first people to say this. Like, when I first first started performing and stuff like that, I wasn't really in tune with the whole, like, the the uh, having the vocals on the whole track. I didn't think it was a problem until I sat back and really looked at it. And then I started getting advice from other people who were in, in, in the industry. And, you know, I, I heard everything like, yeah, man, you definitely don't want to do that. And uh, because, like, for instance, they like some of these people go on tour in Europe and overseas and they've said that, yeah, artists will get on stage and they'll have their whole song playing and they'll start throwing tomatoes at their ass. Ping, ping. So splash, 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 getting tomatoed out. Lettuce heads and lettuce thrown at you and shit. And also, I got to give a shout out to my boy again, Doc Holiday. You know what I'm saying? When we really uh, went in on the King Modest Click project, that was one of the things that. He put me up on game and was like, bro, we got to make sure that that live feeling is all the way on point. No, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with having like the hook in there or if you need like some ad libs here and there or whatever. Because when you're performing by yourself, it's, you know, different. But if you got another dude on stage, if it's a group, your partner should definitely be your hype man. And, you know, you know, know, it's crazy that you come in, you know, from our group. Again, we were like seven deep with the Dirty Politicians. And it was uh, when we when we did those shows. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, you know, we all, it's, you know, we had our partners. So, you know, if I'm, if my guy, I'm coming, uh, you know, my verse is next after this dude, like I'm backing him up on his things and he's backing me up on, on, you know, my punchlines or whatnot, but it wouldn't, you know, we try to really get away from the whole group, you know, punching in for, you know, backing us up. Cause it just sounded like crazy. And, and we definitely made that mistake in the very beginning, but yeah, you know, when you watch tape on things and you're just like, Oh shit. I mean, it's growing pains as an artist. Like you, you're supposed to always try to do things to get better. Like there's another girl. Well, there's an artist around here. Who's a girl. I don't know if Danny knows who she is, but he definitely should get familiar. Her name is Ash, Ash Polanco. And I always see her like she performs a lot. And uh, that's one of the things she likes to preach too. Like no, no, uh, no vocals on the track, and she raps. You know, she has that that double time, real fast rap. You know, so you figure she's doing that plus jumping around on stage, plus you know interacting with the crowd and stuff like that too. That is not an easy thing to do. I and do she know does her. It with no vocals. I do know her, and I saw her performance uh, on Facebook the other day. And what I loved about her after her performance, the next morning she was in there saying, "I got to tighten up my live game," mm-hmm. and she was practicing. 
the yeah. next morning. That's how you know that she is for real. No, she be on it. Like, yeah. for real, for real. Gotta give it. I'm gonna get her in studio for sure. Hey, we got a question that's for all three of us by Alfonso Ishida. Um, he says, what are some of your one-hit wonder artists that you guys wish they would have kept on going? The question is for all three of you. So I'll let That's you. a great question. Go ahead, Danny. You can go first because you were involved in radio. You know what's a one-hit wonder. Wow. Hmm. Um, wow. One-hit wonder. I mean, that I wish <laughs> could keep going. Well, I wish they didn't just have only one hit, like, or but fell off. There's so many, but I don't know if I want them to have another one. <laughs> I mean, you got to pick somebody. It's a question for you. You got to have one. got to uh, pick somebody. Do you wow. need to think about it a minute? Yeah, give me a second on that one, because there's so many. Go but. ahead, Merge. You know, uh, the dude from um, Flip Mode Squad, not Rampage, but he had that real deep voice, like, like rock. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Come on, yeah. man. I should be on Jeopardy for this yeah. shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I just wish. You wish he had more, really? <laughs> hey. Dude was nice, man. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy was tight. His voice was, was his voice was sick, man. But I mean, uh, I, I really, I mean, a lot of the people that I liked, and I mean, they still did their thing. Come so, on, I mean, man, y'all missing the biggest one here. Wonder there is. I'm surprised they didn't say this. He played on the radio all the time. Who's that? Return of the Mac. <laughs> Return <laughs> of the Mac. I you Cause I do. Cause I do. Man, hey, come on. That's the biggest that one is hit wonder. The, man, hey, you tripping. They even got Burger King making commercials yeah, with the remix man. on it, and he's yeah. still in that mug. And he got the right last hey. name, too. Cashing, so, you know. cashing checks That's for it. life. He went that to jail a few always times, Always getting man. played, you feel me? The <laughs> Return of the Mac, that yeah. is the biggest one hit wonder. Uh, uh, Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan had more than one hit, though. He did. He I thought like we two. were only talking hip hop. Yeah, that's no, right. I'm that's, I, I didn't know. Are we going any? I didn't know it was a whole thing. Oh, if you open it up to any. Oh man, that Return of the Mac though. That, Return of the Mac is my jam though. Man. I have I never heard it. nothing else from that dude ever. I'm sorry, hitting my mic and everything. I haven't yeah. heard nothing else from that dude ever. Nah, he's gone to jail a bunch of times. They call him like the Bobby Brown of England, man. He's like an English cat. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's gone to jail a few times. I remember when that dude. Yeah, I remember when that song came out. That song was so fresh, like the beat and everything. I was like, Ooh. that's the track when when you break up with your lady, man. It's like put that on oh. in the car. Gonna try to tell your soul. <laughs> man, I dash on the return of the man. Walking to the club. Oh. You breaking out that suit that you ain't put on in 10 years because you hey, ain't been nowhere because you've been in a relationship. I got one more. <laughs> what about that? Uh, I saw you and, and him, him walking, walking in the rain. rain. <laughs> what happened to that dude? Man, Orange juice. Back in a day. That song was hard. That dude, I never heard nothing else. But like, if you go through like your decades, the 90s has more one hit wonders than any decade. But in the 90s, the hip hop in the 90s and the R&B of the 90s is the strongest musical decade ever. That 90s is insanity. Ever, man. ever, ever? Ever. Uh, give me a better musical decade than the 90s. 70s? Hip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, come on. You talking rap. I'm okay. talking rap and okay. hip-hop. Okay. Just right. the 90s is phenomenal, man. Especially like the early to the mid-90s, man. Insanity. Mm -hmm. It really is. So we got another question. G Boogie. What up, G Boogie? Hey, that was my first DJ right there, if y'all didn't know that. Little, little fun fact. No. That was my first DJ, G Boogie. He says, yo, Ghost. I want to know the same thing, fam. What do you think about Chris Calico? I've never told you this, but you and Calico have a similar flow. Well, I think Chris Calico is an amazing artist. Um, I wouldn't say that we had the same flow. I think that dude is really, really 
on point with his, and he's an amazing singer too. I think that that guy can uh, go way further than what he's been. You know, like not not to say that Strange Music is not incredible because they are, but man, the way that guy, you know, it's a reason that he's Tech Nine's go-to guy. You know, and Tech Nine found him early, and they've been making so much incredible music since they've been together. Like. I can only imagine if he was like in the hands of a major uh, record company, which he don't need because they're they're cashing checks left and right nonstop. So Chris Calico is amazing. So that that's my answer for that. I think his flow is amazing. He's on point with Tech Nine a lot of the times, you know. So Chris Calico is dope. Uh, we got a whole bunch of people still watching, chiming in. John Rivers says uh, practice makes perfect on live shows. Example. Dre, Snoop, Exhibit, Eminem, Slaughterhouse. What up, uh, D Fish? D Fish. Who's D Fish? Daniel Fisher, man. Daniel Fisher. What up? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little uh, up there, a little bit on the comments I'm going through. Uh, let me see. 90s R&B. Jay Marie said 90s R&B. She loves it. Yeah. Um, Carlos Aguar said, just put you guys up on the big screen. Me and the homie watching you. It. If this was on TV, best believe I tune in. Oh, if this was on TV, best believe I tune in. Man, we appreciate that, man. So all much I'm, love to you, man. For all, real. All yep. I'm gonna say to y'all about TV and hip hop and local music is, um, stay tuned. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. Dun, dun, dun. Is stay tuned. Okay, we got another question. This one's from uh, Christy Jean Parks. For real, she said, "Yo, Merge, how old were you when you first started making beats?" Uh. I think it was straight probably the summer of me graduating high school. Summer of graduating high school? Uh, yeah, so about oh oh one, I think. Damn, so you started in oh one and I started in oh two when I graduated. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Does that make us old? Like are we getting old? I'm I'm gonna tell y'all about these two cats too, real quick, just uh from the industry side of things. Like Shout um, out to Samuel McFadden, by the way. Oh, yeah, I love Sammy McFadden, man. Sammy's a funny dude in town, man. If you ain't never seen none of his videos, <laughs> that dude is hilarious. The, the thing about what these cats in here understand that a lot of people don't understand, like being an artist is cool, and make no mistake, they're also talented artists, but you can be a producer forever. You really can. Keep yeah. in mind, Dr. Dre is 52 years old, still dropping beats. And when you produce your stuff, most likely you're going to control your music and own it, too. Oh, yeah. So that's what you want to do also. You got to get into the industry side of things, man. You can't just think just because you can write some bars that you got it covered. Definitely get into the production side if you can. But not everybody can produce. There's some people out there shouldn't be producing. Well, <laughs> is it, well, this is a thing, too, that, you know, it's a difference in just being a beat maker and being a producer. Right. You know, like like I know I know Merch can, can uh, you know, back me up on this, like, a beat maker will just make a beat and send it your way and say, God bless, good night. A producer is going to send you that beat and say, right to it, come in the studio, or are we going to go to the studio, lay what you got down, and we're going to take it a step further. Yep. Like, I might I might need to go back in and change something on the beat or, or completely flip this part and do something different. Or you started off with just this, the skeleton. Now we're going to add a bridge. Now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do that. Like, are we going to bring in a freaking full choir to do a section in your song or a guitarist or trumpet player, saxophone, whatever. That's the difference between Sounds just being a trumpet. beat maker yeah, or being a, a producer. You know, a producer is going to always try to take it that step further to try to make it way better than what it already is. Always Very well got said. something chiming in, yep. you know? Very well said. Um, yeah, you know, and, and just words of advice for 
artists, man. Make sure you get your mixing right. You know, make sure you get mastering. I mean, just little 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 tidbits. I, I always like when it comes to an album. You know, just le- from learning experience, I make sure I send my stuff out to you know get mixed by somebody and mastered and stuff like that. You gotta always make sure you're on point. And I know Merge just dropped this project, Child's Dope. It's out now. Merge, did you send it out to get mixed and mastered? Yes. Big ups to uh, EQ out in LA. They call him the the Dr. Dre of the Underground. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. The Dr. Dre of the Underground. I might need to, might need to holler at him. He's done a lot of stuff for a lot of uh, you know the for a lot of people actually, man. So you know, not just the LA scene, but big ups that dude, man. He's talented and he got dope beats. Oh, I yeah. like I like that question that Chris Tober just asked. But yeah, I just seen. It. Go ahead and read it off, Danny. Go ahead. After Kanye dropped my dark twisted fantasy, everyone started putting electronic synth elements in their hip hop. What do you guys think is the next influential hip hop album and what trend will it start? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's about to drop. Uh, It's imminent, actually. Y'all watch that DJ Khaled album. Watch it. That thing is R&B influenced and he's got 50 celebrities on that thing. I think that's where hip hop is headed. I think it's about to go backwards. And I think you're going to hear a lot of uh, Latin and R&B elements and a whole lot of music. And I think, uh, I think lyricism is making a return. I think the pushback is, is happening already. I think Joe Budden is at the forefront of the movement, too. And I think mumble rappers have, Jump off. have <laughs> taken over the scene. And when they hear people like uh, Lil Yachty and Migos and all of them. Hey, the, the video you just uh, you shared, Brock, what's his name? He did the mask off. Oh, you talking about Joyner Lucas, which Danny don't really care for him. I did not say that. You told oh me you don't like Joyner Lucas. I said oh I didn't say God. I don't like Joyner Lucas. Jordan I said Lucas he nice. hasn't. I haven't heard a track from him that's hit me yet. You don't you think you can play like Joyner that. Lucas on the radio ever? You I think like he. I think he's on his song? way to being played on the radio, huh? You don't like that suicide song? The suicide song was cool, but the are you telling me that he's a lyricist? Hell yeah! Have you heard the song where he goes? He spits a verse and then uses exactly every same word, spitting it I, backwards, making I it think, make sense. I think he's okay. Oh, my gosh. I think he's okay. The dude is very talented, though, because he directs his own. Like, now, that's where I give him props on. Yeah. The dude is he's a talent, man, for sure. But That's a good question. Like, define, <laughs> define lyricism. Define it. Because you if you're saying Joyner Lucas ain't a lyricist, then you need to define it for me so I can understand. Please do. <laughs> I don't know who Christy Jean Fox Pharrell said, Merge, you talk too much. <laughs> was I? Was I really? Dang. They okay. attacking you, family. Left and right jabs coming. Sounds yeah, because John Rivers said the argument of mumble rap versus real lyricists. Let's go. Yeah, I mean. People want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at it like this, man. I just feel like, we talked about that earlier. I just feel like the higher power is just want this stuff out because it makes them look dumb yep. uh you know to be honest there was one time i was gonna go pick up my friend from uh from work i'm sitting in the parking lot i'm bumping the, the wu-tang album and it's rizza talking and this this lady comes up to me and she's like why are you listening to that and i was like what i was like because i like it like there's a lot of truth in what they're talking about you know kind of hits you home she goes well i just don't understand why they can say i'm not gonna say it, the n-word and you know they get mad when we say it and i go what i said how did that come up from just the music thing and she goes well you know all the stuff they play on the radio and i go well 
I don't listen to that stuff. I, I said that from my point of view, I feel like they want you to listen to that so you can kind of see what, so it makes them look dumb. But in real reality, there's a lot of smart, intelligent artists. And I go, for you to go back to what you were saying about why they get mad if they, you know, if I say it or something like that, I said, why would you want to say it? What? I mean, for what? Yeah, you I, want I, to, I can tell you, you why. Know, it's you because know? they want to be, you know, <clears throat> think about it. They're all with their friends, you know what I'm saying? So say you got uh, five white, Asian, Mexican, whatever you call it, people around each other, and they got that one black friend with them. And they rapping the whole song until it comes to that word, and they stop, and they look at the black dude. You know what I'm saying? Or, or they be like, or they might say it, and it might slip out, and they instantly get the black dude to see what his reaction is going to be. They want to say it because they want to feel like they're a part of something, like they're, like they're, they're included with, yeah, with their friends and saying that shit. But in this situation, you know? she was like an older lady, dude. Like, and it just caught me off guard that you know it's late in the evening. She comes up to my car and just asks me this question. I'm just like, wow, like for reals. And I broke it down to her, and I really just shut her up where she didn't have nothing else to say. Walked to her car and just left. And I just like was like, <laughs> it's like, damn, really? Can I can I chime in on this one? Break it down. Um, I don't use the word, and. I don't think any of us should be using the word. I think that if you uh, reference your history on what that word's about, I think if you go back and you watch documentaries like 13th and you see what we've been through, and um, I think all it does is demeans us because somebody told me a long time ago that we African-Americans are the most self-hating people on the planet. All we do is put each other down left and right. And whenever like a brother starts to do well, uh, we almost organically start tearing that person down almost like we feel we have to. And I think that stems all the way back from slavery. Man. I think <laughs> Brock knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm ready. To, I, got something to say. I got someone in the chamber for this. No doubt. And, and I don't know why we do that to one another. And I think using the, the N-word is just another byproduct of that. I think that we like to tear each other down. That is the most powerful word in the English language. And I'll never play that at the radio station, even though it was actually said at the radio station the other day multiple times on a live performance. But yeah. I just think that we're better than that. Yeah. Now, if you choose to use that word, that's your thing. As long as you edit that out on the way to the radio station, we cool. But I don't use the word um, because I, I'm not going to demean brothers ever. And I think that word is demeaning to us. Like I've had brothers try to swell up on me just because of who I am and just because of where I work. And I tell them right to their face, I never fight a black man. Ever. You want to go right there? I ain't never going <laughs> to fight a black man because we've been through too much already. I'm telling you. And some cats in this town just hate me because I'm me. And I tell them, I never fight you, man. It's just not going to happen. I love you. I love you. And let's get money. And let's do what we got to do together. You know what's funny, man? Like, just to, just to add on to this whole conversation is like, for instance... That's why I, I like. I believe that the what you say, like the the black people, degrade each other and uh, bring each other down the most. Perfect example, right? You'll see an Indian family. We'll, we'll just say Indian family for right now. Like, they're, they're they they come to the United States and they set themselves up to win. Meaning, like they'll come to the United States. They might come with some, with money, or they might come already with education. So they got some some money to be able to invest in something instantly. So they, they come and they, they might start up a store. They might, you know, have a house. They're bringing grandma or grandpa down from India. Or they might bring their relatives down to come live with them to keep growing and to keep starting another, another business. Latinos, Mexicans do the same thing. They, 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 they might, like, one family might come and get established. Next thing you know, they got, they got other relatives coming. Oh, come stay with us and get a job and, and do this. And then while you're doing that, 
build yourself up, and now you got a house. They, they, they come with the intent to buy, not to not to just be struggling and, and renting and you know on welfare. Like majority of them doing whatever they can to come and prosper. You know, like even even you want to talk about the white people too, or, or Jewish people, or whatever. Like you'll you'll notice that uh, I heard this on the podcast too, where they said something about like, okay, you might get get a few friends, you know, invest in a building, buy a building. And then uh, get that building, get it established, whether it be some kind of business or something like that, and let that money build up to buy another building yep. and to keep going and to keep buying stuff. Yep. Black people, it's hard for us to do that for some reason. And I, I don't know why that is, but we always, you'll never see that. Like, it's more so like, when, I mean, this, this, this statement can go all kind of ways. Go ahead and say it. When, like, okay, one black person is doing good, or one, one black person in the family, like, the rest of the family ain't doing too well or the rest of the family ain't doing what they should be doing to try to do well. And it's like, what is that black person supposed to do to uh, help? How do you, how do you help that? I, I think you might be the man to answer that. You know, some, uh, I had a, uh, a lawyer friend of mine say this to me one time and uh, I actually wrote about it in the paper. He said uh, he had some family members down for Thanksgiving one time and they all came up and said, Hey, Hey, uh, we from L.A., uh, but we want to see Bakersfield. Do us a favor and take us to where black people coalesce in the city of Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Show us what black people have done in Bakersfield. Show us where black people have built in Bakersfield. And he froze. He froze. But if you were Hispanic, you could take him to a thousand places. For some reason, we as black people don't come together and support one another. Keep in mind, this hip-hop thing is driven by us for the most part. You would think that we would say, this is something that we can brand ourselves on to support one another. But no, all I see is hatred between, between black people when it comes to hip hop. And I don't get it. I'm not saying that you should support all hip hop because let's be real. There's some terrible hip hop in this city. <laughs> Why you keep saying city? man? I'm sorry. There is. However, <laughs> there's some talented cats in this city, regardless of race. And I'm telling you, if they have an opportunity through this money and excuse me, through this movement, and this music to do better for themselves and their family, why wouldn't you take some of your dollars and give it to them and say, let's help them out. Let's do what we got to do. And the second thing is, real quick, Brock, we don't buy life insurance, man. You want to know why wealth is passed down from generation to generation with the other races? They get life insurance, man. Facts. I'm telling you, if you go get yourself a life insurance plan today, let's say you get $100,000, let's say you get half a million, let's say you get a million dollars, okay? You die, you pass that to your kids, they... They keep that wealth. They build a business. Then, boom, they die. They pass that wealth on down. None of us have life insurance. And that's the reason we always broke. And that's why we're standing on corners all the time. Car wash. Car washes just to raise money for funerals. We got to start getting life insurance and investing in ourselves and our families. That's how you do it. Do you want to say something, Chris? Say something, Chris. Speak on it, Chris. I think think from the start of kind of where we all came from anyways, too, is the distribution of wealth from the start has been completely different. You know, so like uh, ethnic groups, you know, it's kind of goes back to the start, you know, the, the ultimate 12 bloodlines that kind of the money trickled down from essentially, you know, so they they've controlled all the central banks and the money has uh, kind of been monopolized. So uh, being of ethnic backgrounds or, you know, different origins other than the powers that be from different regions, each region, then um, the kind of second tier of class kind of has the second the second say and the second go at everything as it is. So everybody from, you know, the normal white guy to the normal black guy to the to broke guy living on the street, you know, they kind of have their, they get the leftovers as the chain of command goes down. So, like, um, 
it's just kind of all even the, back to the same thing with the mumble rap we were talking about all that stuff gets pushed so hard so you pay attention to what's quote unquote hot right now or what's popular right now so it's diverting you from hearing you know the joe buttons or the things the people that have real bars and are spitting like real knowledge and it takes you away to just getting you know kind of like the misogynistic um kind of money loving um part of hip-hop that's getting hot again right now you yeah. know it's all it's kind of like demonized again um in the mainstream even though it's wrapped in a nicer package nowadays yeah that's right man and also like um it's just you know at the end of the day too hip-hop is universal everybody can love hip-hop hip-hop is i mean i almost treat i almost consider hip-hop like the uh so to speak the how, what's the best way to put it like the 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 religion the new religion of kids that was born in like the 80s and stuff like that like it's a lot of us that live and breathe this to the death like i know people who you know i i got a friend who who had every single wu-tang album that ever came out meaning the wu-tang albums Woo. the solo albums the affiliates worldwide he had every single wu-tang album like straight up if it was wu-tang and it came out he bought the cd at the time you know so it's people who really are passionate about this music stuff. You know what I'm saying? Even people who don't even do music. So t- to be did that you know, passionate about, go ahead. Did you know uh, hip hop is 70% of hip hop is bought by white people? Yes. And women. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. But at the same time, that should <laughs> tell you something too. How come? But okay. It, but at the same time, okay. If, if, if it's okay. So then what are black people listening to? They're listening to hip hop. They just ain't buying the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't we buy our music? The same reason, okay. When you when you we just when we just uh, gave those examples about the other F- ethnicities bringing each other up, we don't be doing that, I guess. And that's what we got to change. And, and they're not buying anybody's music anymore, is because everything is being released as mixtapes anymore. Everything comes out for free. You don't have to buy music anymore. And what that's doing is it's getting everybody's agenda out that much quicker, regardless if it's good or bad, or people that have bars or don't have bars, uh, people that have good or bad agendas. It's just coming out instantly for free. Yeah. So you're you're forced to listen to it whether you like it or not. And especially with the like constant rotation of certain things, you hear you hear that consistently. So then like you know you hear it once, it's a, a kind of a vague thought, but you hear it two, three, a thousand times, and it's like a, it's an ingrained um, type visual in your head. Hey, uh, so before I before I answer before I make the statement that somebody just said, again, everybody that's in the comments, we appreciate you guys. Keep dropping your comments, keep asking questions, yes. and uh, shout out to my boy Alex Ibarra. That's my homie right there, dope producer. Yep. You know, we still got Sammy in there uh, dropping comments, but Jay Marie just said something about what her family's gonna do. She said, "My siblings have a plan to use the money from when my mother." Passes to open a business in her memory. That's exactly she right. Has, she has life insurance, and when she passes, we will each receive X amount of money, and we know exactly what we are doing with it to make sure generations after us are taken care of. Case in mother. point, right there. Perfect That's example, perfect. right there. Um, and Chris yeah. Tolbert, Chris Tolbert said, uh, "It's because this ain't taught in schools. We're taught to go to college because we were denied higher learning." However, college is really is just really employee training, not entrepreneur training. Yep. Mm. Think about it. How many how many uh, parents out there, regardless of color, uh, taught you how to to balance your books, man? Checkbook, taught you how to go to the bank, get an account open. Who? How many parents taught you how to do that? My mama taught me. My daddy taught me. My daddy taught me how to sleep around with women, man. That's oh, my daddy shoot. taught. 
<laughs> For real. Like, Papa know, was a rolling stone. Rolling stone. My grandmother Where will he live? <laughs> well. I go to the bank and deposit quarters <laughs> in my account. <laughs> hey, Merge, you got, a, you got a question, though, dude. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but. Mr. Uh, Kevin. Kevin Gilmore said, That's hey, yo, Merge, can you tell us more about the prize giveaway you have going on for online Child's Dope album purchases? Please. First of all, shout out. That's Crisis Element right there from Bakersfield. Crisis Element. What's and up, man? Dude is yeah, one man. of the nicest lyricists I've uh, ever heard, man. And uh, just extremely talented. Um, yeah, so what I'm doing pretty much, if you, uh, all you have to do is, you know, uh, purchase the album online, whether it's through Spotify, iTunes, the Google Play, Amazon, or whatnot. Tag me in the post. I got the bootlegs on that. Um, <laughs> tag me in the post, you know, showing that, you know, you, you bought the album online. Um, share it, you know, with all your peoples. Uh, once you do that, you'll be entered into a drawing and you'll win. Burgess um, machine right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll pretty much get the um, Merge Beats hat, the Ooh. always productive hat. Uh, one of the new Child's Dope shirts. Uh, obviously, you'll get a CD with that. You'll get some stickers and you'll get a... A uh, hoodie, sweater, and a beanie, man. So you get pretty much Dang. everything that's in my store um, just by, you know, spending the nine ninety nine on the album and just sharing it. So will they get a, um, oh, shoot, Ooh. sorry, apologize. Will they get a um a ringtone of that Merge Beat tag, that Merge Beats? <laughs> I'll throw that Merge Beats on there. <laughs> and then what I'm trying to do is, you know, this, um, you know, again, once you share it, you know, I'll put your name in the drawing, and then Monday I want to go live with it. Um, that way, you know, there's no tricks or nothing like that. And uh, pull the the lucky winner out the, the bag of tricks, and uh, you know, from right there, you know, you you get it. Hey man, so okay, for those that don't know, we got a world premiere that's about to happen right now from Merge Beats, and uh, tell us the name of the the name of the song, man, and a uh, little history behind the video. Uh, so this is uh, obviously the album's name is Child's Dope. This is track number four that we shot the video for, uh, which is also called Child's Dope. It was shot by my man right here, Chris from Manapix Media. Um, pretty much this, this album, you know, this track, this video, is pretty much uh, kind of based on as far as you know me growing up in my household, uh, what it kind of looked like. Um, so it's just from the, the child's point of view uh, is what you're going to be seeing in here. And it has a lot to do with the, uh, the heroin background. Um, so just kind of, you know, trying to raise some awareness around that. Uh, it's a really deep song. Uh, so definitely hope y'all in, uh, enjoy it, man. And, uh, definitely going to post it up. We're going to play it right now. Obviously. Hey, who produced the track? Uh, Merge Beats produced Merge the track. Merge Beats. The whole album is, is, is actually produced by me. Uh, there's no other producers on there. Uh, I do got some dope features though. For yeah. sure. One of them's in here. So. Danny Morrison, hey man, if y'all ever heard that Danny Morrison uh, verse on the Merge Beats album, y'all ain't ready. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna show y'all this video. I hope we don't have no hiccups with this shit because uh, I was earlier. So let's see what happens. Merge Beats, Child's Dope. Once again, fuck the child, they're getting wild They're getting high, I'm talking moon, stars, and skies Just take a look at their eyes, they stuck 
Even the buck rolled up with the coca Don't gotta move it fast, but it's slow motion That's some good King heroin And just like the song, it got them going wrong Still bobble bag, open up their legs Damn, I shed a tear for every needle that approach the vein but my words don't mean shit, the hurt and the pain In the instant they forget, can't hold the conversation Cause they looking like death Got no money in the pocket, but that's all up in the desk Soon that will be consumed all up in their flesh They can promise and say they gon' quit But they known for breaking promises Closed eyelids so let me tell you about hell. You control my addiction. I give nothing but abuse. But abuse. What? 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 Gladder than pain. It'll take all your money and poison with your brain. So let me tell you about hell. You control my addiction. I give nothing but abuse. Child's dope by Merge, man. Um, he's about to drop that live on his Facebook, right? On Facebook. Yes, sir. It's gonna be on Facebook, YouTube, and all that stuff. So it's so, on uh, the Manapix Media YouTube. It's on YouTube as well. Yeah. Okay. Right so yeah, Child's dope Merge. He's gonna drop that. He's dropping it right now as we speak, loading it up, getting it prepared. He's gonna drop that so everybody can get on their share game and uh, make sure you make somebody aware who may not have known. About this incredible music that you heard for the first time, and right? And y'all also better step your game up because I'm telling you, merge bring a fire like that. Step your game up in this town, man. I'm telling you, there's a new movement happening right now, and merge is proving it to you right now. Make it happen, Captain. Yeah, man. So that's what it is right there. Merge beats, man. Thank like, you. Thank you. So. Now, is that video based on like you know true events, or is it just like he's raising awareness about the situation? Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> it was definitely uh, crazy growing up, man. Um, you know, it was definitely in the household, like you know, especially that part in there when I said uh, can't even take a shit without seeing some dope right next to the soap. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I I, re, I remember that day, you know, and I was probably. Um, I forgot how old I was exactly, but I remember seeing that, and uh, I, I basically just grabbed all that shit and uh, flushed it down the toilet. And um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that whoever it was didn't like that. You know, probably cost him some money, but at the point I, I, didn't, I didn't care. You know, but that was uh, in and in and out the house, man. There was always you know random things. Now I'm not gonna say there wasn't some good things, you know, growing up, uh, but that was definitely something that I, you know was in the household for sure definitely yeah man that's crazy man like um is your family like how does your family feel about you doing like you know music and hip-hop and stuff are they supportive or are they yeah you know? no they're uh the family's very supportive man um you know uh you know especially my, you know my wife uh you know she has to deal with me a lot because she knows uh you know i'm always 
in the studio or, you know, when I'm rocking shows or, you know, going out of town for shows, uh, especially when the whole group was popping, man. I mean, we were out of town, you know, and driving back at the same time, getting, you know, getting back four or five in the morning. Um, but, I mean, she's definitely supportive. Um, they definitely, you know, share a network for me as well sometimes, man. My grandmother, you know, she's definitely a big supporter too, man. And she's <laughs> funny, like, you know, she follows me on Facebook and she'll share everything, you know. <laughs> She'll comment on, on my people's post or something. She sees one of my friends share some of my page. She'll share it right away, too. You know, it's, it's funny. I ain't going to uh, lie, man. If my grandma was still alive <laughs> and she had a Facebook, that mess would be crazy, man. If my grandma had a Facebook, I can only imagine. She'd be like, boy. She, she, my grandma was, like, crazy, man. She's crazy. So that's, that's dope that, you're, that you know, you, your grandma, you know, is, is, is a supporter, you know, and she, and she, she gets it. She understands what the music is about, you know what I'm saying, and, and what it means to you, you know what I mean? So, man, uh, anything else y'all want to talk about before we get up out of here, before we conclude the podcast? I mean, any shout-outs, any, anything going on, what's new? All right. I just want to, just in conclusion, um, I just want to thank everybody out there because the, the support has been amazing, dude. Like, everywhere I'm going in town, you know, everybody's coming up and giving love and everything. And I want y'all to know that I appreciate it. I really do. Um, the reason that I left my last radio station was for all y'all, uh, for everybody in this town that's been grinding for this last decade or so. Uh, the reason I left that station, and I needed to be somewhere else so we could do this, exactly what we're doing. And when I see amazing projects like Merge just showed us, man, that Child's Dope album is crazy hot, man. And y'all need to cop that. You need to stay focused, and you need to support everybody that's out there grinding, trying to put it down for this town. Because I go to different cities all over California, and I'm telling you, cities with, with the same population sizes as us are supporting one another. Then I come back to Bakersfield, and we hating one another for no reason. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Are we going to do this right? Because it's happening right now. And the question is, how much energy do you want to put into hating somebody, or you can use that same energy and support the product? Yep. We got to do it the right way. Denny, so. for the record... Are we in cahoots at all whatsoever? None. Uh, people, t- <laughs> I get it all the time. Are we related? Brock is your boy. Huh? Are is, we related? Is he your son for real? Is it, Are you guys like cousins or something? I go, look. Brock, Brock and I, we were kindred spirits in a way because we both got the same grind. But no, he doesn't have like some inner workings with me to where he's going to get favoritism over anybody and you know preferential treatment at the radio station. Brock is just somebody, number one, I just love the cat because he's a good dude. That's number one. But secondly, he's got grind, man. And I always gravitate towards people that's out there trying to put it down. If you out there trying to make it happen and you got grind and you also got talent, you got to have that too. Yep. I'm probably going to vibe with you, man. And we're probably going to do something. Look at the projects that I've put out over the last couple of years, man. Self-destruction and local legends and all the stuff we're doing at the radio station. Everybody that has set foot in there or been in my circle are talented, but they also grind. And guess what? If somebody doesn't grind that have been in my circle, I cut them. You got to go because I don't have time to be babysitting. If I call you, you better call me back. If I send you an email, you better email me back because I ain't got I don't chase. So I'm going to just do the same thing I always do. And some reason I still get, (laughs) I don't know what you call it, backlash or whatever. I'm going to do the same thing I always do. Much love to everybody out there doing what they do and on their grind and pushing themselves and, and pushing to be a better person, pushing to be a better artist. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I, I think that everybody deserves 
what they put into it, you know. So if if you putting in and you're on your grind and you you doing it heavy, by all means, any anything coming your way, positive, jump on that, you know. I mean, like it, it's it's so many talented people here. Like you like like Phoenix was on your uh B Town mix down. He said the same thing. There's so many talented people here, but yet, you know, everybody's looking for a reason to keep pulling people down, man. Like, so any negative you hear about me, you should ask me first, and I'll tell you straight up, nah, or nah, keep, you know, keep grinding, bro. I'll tell you straight like that. Keep pushing. Stay motivated. Stay on your grind, you know, so. And, and also understand, if, if people are just hating for no reason, I always say follow the money. <laughs> if somebody is hating for no reason, you go, why are you hating for follow the money because the people that are about the movement and about the music their hearts are pure and their hearts are in the right place and they're just trying to be put on but if somebody's just vitriolic with it and going crazy with it and just angry all the time follow the money and you'll see their heart's not in the right place man it's not i tell you what man it puts a major smile on my face whenever i see somebody make an accomplishment for themselves like drop a new video you know or put out a new project excuse me or you know something like that and and it's you can tell it's genuine like they genuinely are passionate and they're happy that it's out and that they did all the hard work. I just saw the new Riddy K uh, video and it was dope. I shared Amazing. it, dropped a comment, said how dope it was. I ain't talked to Riddy in a little while, but that that video was dope. Had to share it. Nice. Had to show my support. You know what I'm saying? Had, had had to show that you know when something is good to me, I'm going to share it. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Like that that dude grinds hard. Riddy K. Riddy, Riddy grinds. K man. Has amazing. Boom. Oh, there we go with the yeah. shenanigans again. But uh, Riddy, Riddy K has an amazing work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He always is on his grind. He's always doing shows, always making music, always reaching out to producers and, you know, like, again, getting his stuff mixed down the proper way, uh, mastered and stuff like that. If you haven't heard any of his music or any of Dirtheads music, you should go look at it because it's incredible. The yeah. new song, I believe, is called Slow Down. Yes, right? hot yeah. to death, too, yeah. man. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, sh- it should be about uplifting everybody, man. And if people got feelings about stuff, they should look at themselves in the mirror because everybody, you know, should be on, on, on the same grind. So. And you guys do me a favor, man. If you ain't nothing but pure hatred and you're trying to tear people down and trying to do this music thing, do me a favor. Get out the game. Do that for me. Get out the game because we ain't got time. And here we are, 10, 15 years, spinning our wheels, everybody begging for radio stations to play music. We finally get to the point where there's a movement coalescing right now. It's coming together. And if you ain't going to do nothing but hate, get out the game and get out the way for people that actually want to do this. Because Joe Budden said it best, man. Saved his life. And I know a bunch of people in this town can say the exact same thing. This music saved their life. This is serious business. You think Merge is putting out this album? You think he put his own resources in this album for nothing? He lives this. He breathes this. I'm in a studio right now. Brock has put his own resources into putting this podcast together so y'all can learn more about hip-hop and learn what's going on in the music scene. There's people that live and breathe this. But if you ain't going to do nothing but sit back and hate on it, get out the game. We don't have time. Those of us that are out here trying to put people on, support the movement. Dig into your pocket, spend some money sometime, and support the movement. Because we're doing this for everybody collectively. Definitely. Yes, Merge, sir. man. Anything you want to add to that, man? I just want to say much love to everybody that tuned in. Much love to all the hardworking artists in our town and everybody that I deal with. You know, everybody that y'all deal with and associate with. Uh, a lot of talent out here, man, and we definitely uh, can't be hating on each other to, you know, claim who's better or whatnot, man. We gotta definitely put uh, put ourselves on the map, man, and, and go big with it. But uh, 
yeah, that's that's all I have, man. I got love for everybody. Um, you know, no issues, no drama. Let's go. <laughs> Mer- we've talked. Merge and I have talked about that. Like, we don't have beef with nobody, but people have beef with us sometimes. <laughs> and you go, where'd that come from? Like, we have beef with nobody, and it comes out of nowhere. And that's what we're trying to figure out. But that's also what we're trying to stomp out. We ain't yeah. got time for it, man. I mean, I, I I think we've already, you know, we we gave, we gave it enough enough talk. You know, like it's, it is what it is. People are gonna feel how they feel regardless. You know, like regardless of what you're doing, you could be giving a thousand free hamburger kitty meals or something from McDonald's, and somebody gonna be mad at that. You know, so <laughs> it, 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 don't, it don't matter what you do. Somebody's gonna always have something to say. You know what I'm saying? So. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, I got a, I got a proposition for Danny Morrison. You gonna bust on yes. the beat right Cause, now? Cause shout, shout out to uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna end the podcast on the beat by merge. But uh, shout out to my my co-host who couldn't be here today. It was his daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, you know what I'm saying? The Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Jedi. Oh, cool man, happy birthday but for sure. I think my next podcast, I should be the guest. So <laughs> and I should interview you. Danny Maybe should you should interview, interview me. You know, what I'm saying? if if you got the time, I know if, you're a busy man. If the time permits, we'll see if we can put together. You know, I, I, that's that's something I'm thinking about. And uh, just for y'all, you know, who, who may be new to Eddie Brock and don't know, I got something in the works that I'm about to put together, and it's going to be my favorite verses that I've ever done. It's going to be all on one track. Uh, I'm thinking about doing that, and so you can get familiar for those who might not know. You know, might not know who's this dude always going live, or who is this dude? You know. That's on these podcasts And you know Never heard this dude Who was this clown So there you go I'm, I'm gonna put something together for you It's gonna be my favorite verses Over the years And hopefully you like them It's coming soon Oh so, we got something working too Oh yeah man, Me and Merge also got a little something I mean I didn't want to say nothing cause, you know, it's, it's secret though We ain't gonna say that We're gonna da- stop it right there Danny Morrison might turn into Super Saiyan If he hears it You know what I'm saying <laughs> His hair turn gold and everything I do it I'm telling you <laughs> Leave it at so, that So uh Yeah man Um Without anything else to say, I, we appreciate everybody who All took the time to watch this. And uh, you'll be able to watch it back again on Facebook if you need to. It's also on my YouTube. It should be. Hopefully, that stream is still going, too. And uh, until next time, you know what I'm saying? Much love to everybody who out there working and getting it on their grind. And uh, that's all I got to say, man. Merge, take us out with that beat. All right. Uh-huh. Drop that verse. Chocolate. <laughs> that boy can sing. Damn, that boy was good. Hey, 
Hmm. Merge's album is out now. Chow's dope. If I had one in front of me right now, I'd put it up on the screen so y'all can see it. But Merge didn't bring no hard copies. Damn it. Damn it, Merge. So I hope y'all love that beat, man. He got it on the shirt. If you want to, uh, you got it on the shirt. Chow's dope. Hit up Merge Beats. All you got to do is type in Merge Beats, and he will pop up on Facebook. If you don't got him, add him. Uh, are, are, can people hit you up for beats? Can they contact you about beats? Yeah, contact me about beats, man. Contact him about beats. He got plenty for sale. Some of them you can't have because I'm probably going to get them. Uh, yeah, man. Hit me up on either on the Facebook or Instagram. I, Instagram is where I go crazy live on Yeah, there, Merge man. Beats on Instagram. This dude is always dropping new beat videos all the time. Local legends is Merge Beats, man. Oh, yeah. He produced that joint, too. So, yeah, there, there it is, man. I, we appreciate y'all again. Uh, Tune in next time. I'll just be looking on my Facebook. I'll drop a flyer when the next one's about to go down. You know, my, my schedule is so crazy, like, it can never be a, a consistent day. So, be ready. We appreciate y'all. Much love. Eddie Brock is out. On behalf of Denny Morrison and DJ Merge. And my DJ boy, Chris. Merge. DJ Merge. <laughs> DJ Merge. <laughs> my DJ boy, Merge Chris. In the mix. Merge, bitch. <laughs> God.